Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, hello and welcome. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we're going to bring you all the news, all the tech things, the greatest and the latest and all that good stuff. How are you, Marsha? Oh, I don't know. You look good. So you had a great Thanksgiving, right? Uh, Way too much food, as always. uh, But it was very nice. I'm the carver. So I eat the worst thing you can possibly eat on Thanksgiving, the skin of the turkey. Oh, that's and the best part. It's that's a, the best absolute part. best part. And people wonder when they came over to the house, why doesn't this turkey have any skin? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. That's just the way it came. Yeah, you know? it just came that way. Just came no, that way. We, we did uh, Susan, my daughter, the mm-hmm. chef. She's a professional chef who's yeah, not a practicing chef. chef. She yeah. works for the university. Right. But uh, she spatchcocked the turkey. What have you ever mean? had a... No, I don't know what that is. They take, I wouldn't want to watch it, but they take a mallet. Okay. And they smack the turkey flat. And it breaks all the bones and they take the bones out from the bottom so that it, I'll send you a picture via text. It sounds gross. Listeners, yeah, it sounds gross to me, but listeners look up spatchcock turkey. Wow. And you get more skin. Oh, well, that's, then, yeah, that's interesting. Even more, because it's all flat now. Oh. Oh, yeah, so Although you don't have the chance. First they kill the poor turkey, then they smash him to bits. It seems yeah, I know. cruel I, I, and unusual. I, I, I wanted no part of it, but yeah. it made a delicious turkey. I highly recommend doing that if you have the stomach for it. <laughs> have you have you ever had, what do they call those, the, uh, where you put them... Not freeze dry, but uh, you drop them in a vat of. Uh, I I've seen it done, and this is nothing. Again, I would want to participate in that. I looked had it so once. dangerous. Yeah, it does look dangerous. You're right. I had it one time, and I can't remember what they call that. It was yeah. delicious. Uh, yeah. Deep frying. Deep uh, deep frying. Yeah, I guess that <laughs> yeah. is what it is. Yeah, going to see uh, Mamma Mia for the seventy fourth time tomorrow. So that should be fun to play. Not saying lucky you. <laughs> oh, I like it. I mean, it's been years since we've seen it, and I'm you know, kind of a big fan. So if you're in L.A., it's at the Pantages right now. So that should be kind of fun. No, uh, I, I totally – the only uh, play I've ever seen more than once was Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, that was a, that's a good play. And you, that was a good What one. about Wicked? Oh, I've seen Wicked more than once, but Phantom of the Opera was cool because I saw it with all the leading – the famous leading men. Oh, yeah. So I, nice. I saw how they their different takes on it. Yeah, interesting. So that, no, that good, play. Interesting. good play. Good point. Yeah. Um, so let's right. talk. Let's talk tech because I've been yeah. hearing a lot from a lot of our listeners, and thank you very much for sending me notes via Facebook and Twitter. Love hearing from you, and uh, we have some interesting stuff. It is the holiday season, and we're mm-hmm. not going to talk about holiday deals because, you know, every one of those posts that you see on the internet that says, here's our top 10 gifts, right. well, those are affiliate links, and they're going to make money every time you click on them. <laughs> so I just avoid those, and that's half of the news that I've been seeing over the holidays. Right. And what I did read, though, is people are spending more than expected. Yeah, that, more, I saw that too. Yeah, crazy, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not going to spend a ton. We're not going to spend a ton this year. No. Although people so, are, like you say, people are planning to spend more money this year. So it'll be interesting, you know, to see whether the holiday season is as good as they're just saying it is. Well, now you know we 
talking about AI, which has been yeah. a big topic this week, and we'll talk about that second, but you came across something that the FCC is worried about AI? Well, now you're talking about the super intelligent breakthrough? No, I'm talking about your FCC story. <laughs> My FCC story. Well, I just the got one the about spam. The so the FCC is really oh, the spam story. See, yeah, I I'm read sorry. this. Okay, go ahead, Mark. <laughs> well, no, no, that's okay. Uh, yeah, this was the. I was thinking of it as a spam calling thing. Yeah, they're afraid that AI powered uh, devices will now send spam calls. You know, it's kind of interesting, and, and I don't know why. But for the last two or three months, I've barely gotten a spam phone call. And now in the last two or three weeks, I'm getting them like every day. Well, just so you know, I am getting political texts. Oh, that's interesting. And for those of you in both the Democratic and the Republican parties, it all goes into my spam folder. So enjoy yourselves, but you're wasting your time. Yeah, don't bother sending it. Uh, but all of a sudden, and I don't know if this has anything really to do with it or not, uh, but apparently they are looking to try to figure out a way to prevent AI from making spam phone calls. I don't yeah, know the technology. I don't know that they can do that. <laughs> well, I don't know either. Uh, there's, a, But apparently there's a pretty good potential for problems because they'll automatically generate text. They'll have natural sounding voice algorithms. So, you know, you, you may get a phone call that you think is real. It's not actually a real person, which are those are so annoying. You know, stop calling me. Uh, you've reached recording. So uh, they're replacing human staffs uh, around call centers across the U.S. And they're putting fully automated AI systems to increase the volume and the efficiency of uh, efficacy, 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 what did you say that was that one? <laughs> <laughs> of, of scams, which are, um, you know, there's billions of them that are going out on a daily basis and that's well, not good. And they said they're, so they're replacing these human staff call centers in places like India and Cambodia, yeah. where it doesn't make any difference that they speak English because it's all pre-programmed. Well, right, exactly. And that would just expose volume and all of all of what you said. And they are targeting senior citizens specifically. Yeah, that's sad. So, you know, and honestly, when you get one of those calls, it's difficult to tell. It is really difficult to tell. And, you know, at this point, fortunately, my phone... When I get a phone call, it comes up and says, out of area call. Yeah, of course. They all do. Yeah. Yeah. They all say that. So knowing that even though it comes up as, say, an 818 or a 213 or 310 area code, it's coming from, you know, uh, China. And uh, that's your first signal that this isn't a real phone call. Well, the FCC is going to bring this up at their November 15th session, or did. And we haven't had any update from that, so we'll see what they're thinking about. Yeah, uh, I, I hope they figure out a way. To, you know, th- this just shows you there's so many good aspects to uh, uh, AI and some not so great aspects to it as well. And, well, you know, Chat GPT. I was such. I was with a friend of mine today uh, from Australia who works in technology, and we both said, you know, hey, it's not going to happen in our lifetime, but yeah. It's all over. <laughs> the yeah. world is all, it's done. Well, And if you'd been listening to any tech news over the week, you may have learned about what was going on with OpenAI. Did you mm-hmm. know about what went on with the CEO? Uh, no. Oh, sure. Yeah. He's now no. at Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, no, he's back at OpenAI. <laughs> Wait, did he go back? 
Yeah. The last I saw, he was there. Yeah, well, last I saw, he was back at OpenAI. Oh, I don't know. I have to um, see that. OpenAI's firing and rehiring of its co-founder, CEO Sam, Sam Altman. What's it, Sam Altman, right? Right. So yeah. this has been quite a thing. And it seems the story is that the board of directors just ousted him. And nobody knew what was going on. And it was very difficult. It, it was really spearheaded by the OpenAI chief scientist, Ilya Sutskiver. Forgive me, Ilya. I don't Easy know how to pronounce you to your say. last name. Um, and he's really sorry he started the whole thing. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on what side of the fence you're on, they had a super intelligence breakthrough. And so big, it is so powerful that this is the thing we've all been worried about. Um, it allows AI to use cleaner and computer-generated data to solve problems that AI has never seen before. That means that the AI is trained not only on different versions of the same problems, but on information that are is not directly related to the problem, so that if it solves problems that way using math or science problems requires reasoning, which is something normally people do, not AIs. But now it has learned reasoning. Mm -hmm. So OpenAI's uh, current product, ChatGPT, is improving. It's getting more accurate about how to craft sentences. It's it's getting into the scary thing. And I thought the funny thing was on the Tech Radar article, I one of the few I read, the subheading was Dr. Frankenstein to the red telephone, oh, red courtesy <laughs> telephone, please. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the breakthrough happened months ago. But remember, Elon was one of the founders of this company. Right. And he exactly. walked away because it was a nonprofit. It was yeah, supposed to be right. for the right. good of mankind. Yeah. And it turned into a for-profit. Yeah. So now Lots that for-profit company is going to build super intelligence and hopefully protect us from it. But well, that'll uh, be, that'll be if nice. you have any questions, just go to chat GPT for and ask yeah, and what's ask going chat, on. Is this, are you going to be successful yet? Yeah, I wish you try that. Is chat uh, GPT going to be successful? Ask chat. No, are you going to be taking over the world? Yes, tell oh, yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was that great movie, uh, Fail, uh, where, where the computers took over the nuclear weapons? Oh, well, remember. that wasn't only one movie. That was a yeah, whole well, there bunch were a lot of them. You're right. Yeah, there was one uh, old one. Anyway, speaking of Elon and uh, the latest SpaceX Starship, mm -hmm. so it had, I don't know, I guess you, they, they, I don't know if this is PR, that they're saying, hey, we made a real step forward, you know, by launching our second uh, ship. You well, mean the fact that it blew up in midair and they yeah, cut the feed? They're trying to spin this <laughs> like it was, you know what, it this was, is... It was unbelievable. We were watching. Oh, you watched like, it? Okay. We watched well, it, and and they already, you know, here here's a quote. I thought it was a fantastic partial success and really yeah. good progress forward. Yeah. That's like the I doctor mean, who says the operation was a great success, but the patient died. You know? Yeah. With a test like this, success comes from what we learn, and today's 
test will Great. help us improve Starship's reliability. Yeah, $22 billion later, but okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the quote. It uh, The rocket blasted off smoothly without hurling chunks of debris from the launch pad. Yeah, it so, vaporized everything once it, it got in the air, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, it had all of its engines apparently working. They have 33 engines in this thing. Uh, it said at least it was six beautiful. The launch itself was beautiful. And then I have to tell you, it's not in the story that you, you came with, but when the explosion occurred, mm-hmm. just smooth as silk, the person who was narrating yeah. said, it seems the super heavy booster has a, what was it called? Now I can't remember, an unexpected disassembly. <laughs> yeah, that's they what didn't we call say it. explosion. Oopsie. Yeah. Oopsie. They didn't they didn't say an explosion. It was an unexpected disassembly. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting way of putting it. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So well, I'm just happy I'm sure. they didn't send debris every place, you know. Uh and maybe well, no, maybe... it vaporized. I saw this. <laughs> you, how wait, how long did it take before it blew up from launch? I think the whole thing was like ninety seconds. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a little ridiculous. Okay. Well, so, I guess we'll see, right, uh, where this goes. And uh, I don't know when their next launch is. Uh, but, you know, they said that uh, Well, NASA but, you is- know, they are right. And it, it isn't a bunch of BS because with every failure, people do learn. Right, right. But a rapid, unscheduled disassembly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a funny term. And apparently NASA has uh, is planning to give them contracts worth $4 billion for the first two moon landings. So there's a fair amount of money floating around in this deal, but I don't know what it costs to How uh, come to NASA isn't giving us m- money to blow things up? <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. That would we really could, be We fun. could do it, and you know. I can easily blow up things just as easily as they can. Right, and, and we do it money. for a lot less money. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, wow. But it okay. was an impressive explosion. I have to tell you, oh, it excellent. looked it looked like something you'd see in a movie. It just all of a sudden went. Pssst. Of course, it was space, so there was no noise, but it was flames. <laughs> oh, that's everywhere. We like flames. It, it was it was a sight to behold. I we did watch it, and that was. Uh, well, okay. And, In other SpaceX know, news. <laughs> yeah, well, we know that Elon likes uh, flames, having yeah, created yeah. the flamethrower, which yeah, I always God bless him. He's a very, very successful entrepreneur. He can yeah. sell anything. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting, needless <laughs> to say. Uh, okay. So, and in other uh, SpaceX news. Uh, I didn't have more SpaceX. Yes, did you? Uh, keep, oh, I'm going to keep going here. Yeah. Okay, we'll go. So they're excited to begin testing. And we're all going to like this with its direct-to-cellular satellite phone system with T-Mobile oh, and okay. the National Science Foundation. Okay. So it will the commercial launch will be next year, but they're starting to test it. You know the an- antenna and the topology software, mm-hmm. and how it will avoid causing uh, interference to the current bandwidth, right? That we're using all down here. Yep. Uh, SpaceX says it'll designed its direct to cellular system to provide the best possible service while protecting other operational spectrums from harmful interference. Okay. Um, which there seems to be a lot of questions about. So I think a year's worth of testing makes sense. 
but they do say satellite to phone texting will at least come in 2024. Well, it is it is really technical. And uh, I don't know. You know, it's been in fits and starts. They tried to make a deal with Qualcomm. Um, the 3GPP standard, don't ask me what it stands for because we don't care really anyway. Um, I can see the commercial applications for phone to satellite, but do you really, unless you're out hiking in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. why do you need a satellite connection? Well, you know that the iPhone enabled nine one one calling through satellite. So if you're in an area where um, I understand that, except yeah. for an emergency, what right is, for an emergency, right? Well, but it does that already. Yeah, it, well, correct. It already does. Yeah, iPhone enabled. I assume that uh, Android has the same thing. Yeah, I mean Apple has emergency SOS for right. all the way down to iPhone fourteen. So you know, but that's not the point. Uh, I, I don't know, but yay. I'm always happy for more technology that is not AI. <laughs> well, yeah, good luck trying to find that. Yeah, the AI still really scares me. Uh, I think, you know, people have to go back to maybe ethics. What, nah, ethics? Good luck with that. that <laughs> Wall Street's involved? Yeah. That's right. really funny. Yeah, ethics. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I kind of sort of remember that. But, you uh, know, the weird thing is, Back in the olden, olden days, when cell phones were big boxes, right? you know, if you had a car phone, you had a big box in your car. In my Corvette, I had a big electronic box in the back and a nice phone in front, and it worked really cool. Right. They put them in the trunk, the the device itself. Right. And And then you had the handset inside the car. And and that worked real well. But then in my uh, uh, Sooner car... It had a telephone number direct to the car, right? And that was a satellite phone, right? Which I don't understand because supposedly it wasn't invented yet. So I, I hate to say us, but you know I think they're treating us like mushrooms and feeding us BS. <laughs> <laughs> they were cool, though. I have to say, if you were talking on your phone, you know, you look like James Bond while you had those, those right? early phones. The only problem, of course, was that they were like $19 a minute when you got your phone bill. So they were so outrageous. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, oh, yeah, there yeah. was that, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, but, well. So I want to ask you, are you familiar with Proton Mail? You know, I'm not. You you mentioned that, and I wasn't. And I know you said it was a Google Drive competitor, but no, I've never used it before. No, Proton Mail isn't a Google Drive. Well, actually, that is, but that isn't what we're going to talk about. For those of you who don't know, Proton is one of the safest, supposedly. Okay. Um, They focus on privacy and encryption. Right. And you can get an email account on Proton. And if you ever see anybody who is at Mm Proton.com, you know that they know what they're doing because it truly is the most private email there is. So on that note, Proton has gone into competition with Google Drive, which is incredibly popular. And they have limited free storage compared to Google Drive. And its premium subscription is $4 a month for 200 gigabytes. No, it's not bad. And promise encrypted file storage and offline offline access. I don't know how you can offline access, but, you know. Okay. This is for bigger minds than mine. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a cloud storage provider, so I don't know how you can do it offline. But that's just me. 
Um, Proton has an incredible reputation for respecting privacy. Got Proton Mail. It's got Proton VPN and Proton Pass for password management. And this, it's a Swiss company. Um, so I, I think this is a real competitor, uh, for iOS and Android. This, yeah. this is, this is something somebody better be looking out, out for. Okay. And the only thing I know about Proton is as I was reading my Scientific America that I read every morning, that it's a stable <laughs> sub of atomic particle. You know, that's my mm-hmm. knowledge of protons. I uh, see. Yes. I, I try to read that every morning. Along with the, uh, do they still have comics? Is that still well? The well I have to tell you, my husband subs- used to subscribe to a Popular Mechanics. Yeah, you know, That's just for something to read, still. something to read in the bathroom. Yeah, but you guys, you spend your time in the bathroom. I'm, I'm not sure it's reading. I'm nah, sure. Uh, let's not go there. Whatever. But, but anyway. Yeah. So Popular Mechanics has been coming lately, and it's really become more like internet uh, clicks. The headlines are all there. The stories aren't quite as deep as they used to be. Right. So it's a, it was a fun magazine, though. You found some interesting stuff on there, and I always liked Pablo Mechanics. I thought it was a pretty good magazine, but who knows? So if you're interested in privacy, think about Proton Drive, maybe Proton Email, maybe Proton VPN. You know, give yeah. it a try if you're really looking for something private. Right, Exactly. All right, so we talk a lot, obviously, on the show about electric vehicles versus gas-powered vehicles and how much does it cost, and nobody seems to actually know what it costs to uh, run an electric vehicle, how much energy you're using. It's just this gigantic mystery. But in the meantime, uh, you found a story about the repair costs of these, which can be quite costly. Well, you know, we don't think of this. You know, everybody's whining about, you know, where can I plug in? How long do I charge? How much range do I have? But first of all, the insurance is really expensive for an EV. And insurers, I don't, for uh, some of our younger listeners who may not know, if the damage to your car in an accident mm-hmm. is more expensive than the value of your car, yeah, they total it. Insurers will do what's called totaling it, right? And now they're demanding more and more perfectly good EVs to be totaled, right. or scrapped, or hiking repair bills from a thousand to fifteen thousand for similar for for no good reason at all. Yeah, they're expensive to repair, and that's in the hands of the car companies. Yeah. I mean, it's not, first of all, easy to make all of the repairs. No, it's uh, not. The metal casings of the cars, it's different <laughs> than yeah. other, you know, in what make might make a little bit of a dent in a gas-powered vehicle um, may affect suspension in an EV because they're built differently. Right. Um, minor physical damage. Uh, can compromise the integrity of the battery casing. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. You know, so there's a lot, a lot more uh, in the repair costs. So if you're going to get an EV, think about that because if you have to replace the battery unit, oh yeah, it you're can run around at least twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, ten At yeah. least twelve thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. It really you know, is. And if that gets damaged in a fender bender, what the hey? Right. right. 
your insurance company is just going to write off your car and then you're stuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. But, you know, they're still building a lot of, they're talking about a million uh, vehicles sold this year. I don't know how many, maybe you do, Marsha. I have no idea how many cars are actually sold in any given year. I, have well, to look I look up. it up every one, once in a while. And yeah. I, you know, but the insurance costs, this is what you have to worry about before you buy an EV. Check how much it's going to cost you because when they total your car, they're basically writing it off. And this changes your title on your car. The state will actually issue you a new title that says your car has been totaled. Right. What's, there's a word for it. Do you know what the word for it is? It's, well, uh, it's totaled is the word I've always heard. Well, but it, they, it's a different kind of uh, not a registration that oh, you get. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, different kind of registration. So, yeah. And it really affects the value of your car. Oh, absolutely. No question. So uh, and when someone else buys a car that's been repaired, they can get the information that shows, oh, this has been a compared, you know, this has been fixed. Well, people are worried about cars that were fixed. You know, yep. what damage was actually done that they didn't get fixed. So, yep, yep, yep. And by the so, way, uh, in 2022, the U.S. sold 13.75 million light vehicle units. So, uh, compared to did one they have million, lights on them? What does that mean? Yeah, they have. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's actually kind of a funny uh, way of putting it. But uh, the apparently the percentage of uh, vehicles, electric vehicles, sold so far this year were let's see, according to this, six point nine million plug-in electric cars were registered around the world. About fifteen percent of the total volume of sales. So I guess that's not a lot. And that's yeah. and I really think all the people who wanted. EVs bought them. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ford we'll certainly saw that. General Motors yeah. has certainly seen that. Yeah, they've backed off uh, on all that stuff. Yep. Okay. Well, speaking of electric vehicles, um, there's a company in Southern California that actually showed some smarts, and they took uh, rep they repurposed EV batteries so they can have solar storage, which is a pretty good idea. There's a 20-acre parcel outside of a small town in uh, Cal Southern California. I don't know this name. Nukuyama. I've never heard of it before. Beats it me. has a 1.5 megawatt solar farm, and it uses their uh, the sun to charge about 600 batteries that they keep in cabinets. And apparently when the energy goes up at night, the electricity is sent to the grid to power homes. So that's a pretty good idea, I have to say. I don't know what they pay for them or if they just are sent for free. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, the first, apparently the first, uh, facility outside of LA used 1300 retired batteries. Okay. Well, let, wait a minute. Let's think about it. If an insurance company totals a car, um, the owner of the car has the right to give it up. Right. So this may be the way the insurance companies are making double money. And that's by selling the used batteries to a company like this, huh? Huh? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. suspect that Conspiracy is what they theory? actually do. Huh? 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 Yeah, no, I think that's what they're doing, and I think it makes some sense. Um, I mean, not some sense of the insurance company. that yeah, I mean, right. they, they make a lot of sense. But doing this is probably a very good idea, and if it actually really works, which it appears to do, then that's a great idea. So, yeah, but... So electric vehicle, right. Well, it gives more electricity that we still have to pay for the grid for. Right. And they still keep charging more for our electricity, whether people have solar or not. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think it's totally messed up. 
the whole thing. Yeah. What? I'm being a negative Nelly today, totally. Yeah. About AI you. and boo me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I still can't get excited about the growth of EVs. But yeah. they say that they're putting a new network in across the United States for charging the cars. And I just want to know where they're going to be getting the electricity for the chargers. Yeah. You know, because I, and solar to... and wind ain't working. Well, it's funny. And I don't know if you notice this. And I don't know if this is just. Because we're in Southern California, it seems like two out of three cars I pass on the freeway now are Teslas. I, I mean, just every time I turn around, there's another Tesla. He lives in a very fancy neighborhood. Well, te- you know, the funny <laughs> thing about the Teslas, in the scheme of expensive cars, they're, they're not, not that, that expensive. expensive. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you see, the thing is, then you have to put in a charger in your house. So that's another yeah, about couple a thousand. thousand. Bucks. Yeah, about a thousand. Okay, a couple thousand now. And then if you're smart, you're going to put in a Tesla Powerwall. Right. But that's ten grand. So, you know, there's having an EV and there's having an EV. Right. Well, <laughs> they're, It's still very expensive and not, in my mind, the real answer for everybody. Yeah. I have no desire to own an electric vehicle. So, so you hey, came I- up with a story from PC World that kind of blew me away. Yeah, you know. Um, it said Microsoft is investigating sudden Windows activation issues in upgraded PCs, huh? Yeah. I mean, apparently it affects computers that have upgraded from Windows 7 or 8 uh, to the newer Windows, which is Windows 10 and 11. Uh, and then if you subsequently replaced hardware components like a motherboard or something in the thing, Microsoft now suddenly deactivates its Windows 10 or Windows 11 license. Uh, and it's and some are being affected by not replacing hardware issues, and they carry out a BIOS update for the motherboard, so it seems to disable the activation on the computer, which is not a good thing. And now I will say that I've run into issues with activation through the years with Microsoft, and it's been a long time. But whenever that actually happened, Microsoft was really good about, okay, no problem. We get that there's an issue here. We'll fix it. And here's your new code or whatever it is. So they've done a real good job, I think. Uh, again, it's been a long time since I've actually had that opportunity to do that. But uh, Well, I guess- but what it says in the PC World article you gave me is that Microsoft is not offering a remedy. A Windows product manager told The Verge they're investigating the complaints and the only right. option currently available to affected users is to purchase Windows 11, oh, well, even though their computers were running three valid Windows 10 or 11 yeah, that licenses. Yeah, does make any sense, obviously. Yes, that's, that's baloney. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, maybe that if they get enough complaints about it, maybe they'll change that because obviously it sounds like a Microsoft problem. So, uh, okay, well. And in other Microsoft fan news. <laughs> yes. That is, uh, my being a writer, I use Microsoft Word. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some really old versions of Microsoft Word because it does what I want. Yeah, Microsoft Word is a tr- leave me alone. Product. It works. It just works. Yeah, no. But for product. those of you who keep getting and wanting the updates, just forget it. It's not going to be standalone anymore. None of the Office products from Office 2016 or Office 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, are going to work. <laughs> yeah. So in other words, if you want software, you don't own it anymore. So yeah. all those ones that you brought, um, 
it's the bottom line is if you want the updates, forget it. You'd have to switch to Microsoft 365 online services. Yeah, it was kind of interesting to see Microsoft when uh, Windows uh, uh, Word, rather, uh, Office 2019 came out, Microsoft actually told people don't buy it. So, and then yeah. they went through a series of time that they were selling Office 2019 online, right? Like, because I know I bought one. Yeah, they and were very cheap. You could find them for yeah. ridiculously low amounts, and we've had them on the show before as buy of the week. Yeah. So, yeah, they did do that. There was a lot of that. And, you know, they won't be supported. The connections won't be supported. Well, guess what? I don't need connections. <laughs> I don't need it to do anything. And Intuit, by the way, is pulling that too, where if you use QuickBooks on the desktop, they want you to upgrade every couple of years to get all the updates. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't need the updates. I use it as a bookkeeping program. Bookkeeping doesn't change. I have somebody who does, you know, payroll and taxes. So I don't need the software for that. I just need a bookkeeping program. Right. So I, I just told them, forget it. I'm not paying your $500 fee every two years. Right. And they've increased QuickBooks payroll, by the way, to $575 a year. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. expensive. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you can get expensive. services. You can get a bookkeeper. Just look at them online. They'll, they're all over the place. They'll do it for you depending on how many employees, very reasonably. Well, exactly. Uh, all right. So you travel a lot. Um, and there is some question about what kind of batteries, you know, we've heard horror stories uh, about batteries exploding. And I think the last place you want a battery to explode, frankly, is on the airplane you're flying on. And it so, does happen occasionally. And it has. It, it certainly <laughs> it has. Uh, most airline policies, you know, installed batteries like those in a phone or a laptop. Those seem to be okay. Uh, in battery... Only only in your carry-on. They do right, not want right. that not in, in your, pa- your checked right. bag. Yeah, they're talking about the check bags, which creates a problem, of course, because when the baggage is in the plane, nobody's sitting there watching to see what's going on there. Right. So, you know, so that's certainly a, an issue. Uh, but battery packs are loose batteries, uh, which means batteries with 100 watt or less hours. Uh, those are okay, but you've got to be very careful, and you have to actually check with the airlines to find out. No, uh, actually, the best place to check is go online, and the TSA has a wonderful website that has all the information. You, it probably uses AI. Everything you want to know is on that website. And let me give you a tip that I learned from the last one, and I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. So I went to Europe, and I'm really big on having my water on the plane. Right. So I like my bottle of water. But you know you can't carry a big bottle of water. Right, no, you can't carry it through TSA. Right, and at Los Angeles Airport, you can't buy a disposable bottle of water. I thought they let you do that when nope, you once no you pass more. security. No oh, they more. That now. No oh, more. Okay. They don't sell it anywhere, anywhere in the airport. So they're not selling that anywhere in the airport. But I went to the TSA site and it said that if you freeze it and the water is a solid, mm-hmm. you can go through on your carry-on bags. Okay. So I did just that. And it worked. I took a picture of it. I walked through TSA. They said, okay, frozen solid. Let's do it. Okay. Huh. 
So, yeah. So go to the TSA uh, website. They have all the answers, can answer almost anything you want. Or on any of the social media channels, they have a great social media team, which will answer your questions. Yeah, there you go. So don't even question it. Just get the word directly from, you know, from them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, so, we're almost run out of time. Should we talk well, movies Let's do a our top bit? ten in, in yeah. streaming. Okay. Um, first one Movies I is you. <laughs> yeah, movies is me. Um, I've watched a lot of these movies. In fact, one of them I actually watched today, uh, A Haunting in Venice. By the way, Hulu. these are the top ten movies, movies streaming from November 16th to November 22nd. Yeah. So I watched uh, Haunting in Venice, a uh, very fun, uh, you know, uh, detective sort of uh, movie, which which I thoroughly enjoyed. The Killer, which is really an interesting movie. It's a study on a serial, not a serial killer, a hitman, uh, Michael Fassbender, who was quite good in this and very intellectual about the people he assassinated. Uh, Blue Beetle, which I watched today, which and was- And that's on Max. Yeah, very entertaining. By the way, Max has in, an incredible a dollar a month deal for a year, if you can find it on the internet. I found it through uh, Slick Deals. Okay. So I found that and I upped for a year at a dollar a month. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah. It's a very good deal. Um, next is, I, and I did, now I realize why I didn't realize there's a new hunger games coming out yes. when I saw this last week. So the original hunger games, uh, which is on uh, Fubo, uh, Fubo and Peacock is available now. Blackberry. That must be something new. I've never seen that. Before. No, Blackberry is great. That's the story of the, how they developed the Blackberry and yeah. these documentaries and films on tech products, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> on tech products have been very popular yeah. And it, it's very good. It's worth worth okay, watching. To, yeah, and it's on AMC, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, no Hard Feelings, cute movie. I watched it. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Didn't watch it. Please don't destroy. Don't know what that is. And number Foggy nine, Mountain. why is yeah. this no, up in the yeah. list again? Uh, you know, when that happens, it always seems like maybe there's a new movie coming when you see it Ugh. on a list. Can and you imagine that was them a, recreating it? it? Yeah, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That was a good movie. With Steve Martin and John Candy, it was so funny. It, it was, was a great a movie. movie. But it I don't see any need to be updating it. Yeah, very entertaining. And the last one, which I don't know what this is, X. It looks like... X, it's know. a story about people making uh, X-rated movies. Oh, porn? Oh, okay. I didn't, yeah, I've never okay. heard of that before. Uh, All okay. right. So the top 10 streaming shows... A Murder in the End of the World in Hulu. I have not watched. It's number one, so it can't be that yeah. bad. Don't know what that All is. All the Light We Cannot See on Netflix excellent. is spectacular. Excellent. You'll yeah, start excellent. watching that. You'll binge yep. it, binge it, binge it. Yep. Number three is Monarch, Legacy you know of a Monster. It's really good. Really? It's really entertaining with Kurt Russell. Oh, there you go. And then yeah. The Curse on Paramount Plus, Showtime, and FUBU. Fargo is number five, okay. and Lessons in Chemistry winds up with its finale this uh, last week Great on show. Apple TV Plus, which yep. was excellent. The finale was spectacular, and yeah, it's worth watching to the well end. Done. Number seven, Scott Pilgrim takes off on Netflix. Number like eight, cartoon, yeah. Bodies on Netflix. I don't know what it's about, but I bet it's, it's about bodies. Mystery, I think. <laughs> yep. Number nine is The Crown on Netflix, which I've heard is. 90% fiction compared to the other versions of The Crown, oh, which is really Last sad. season, too. Yep. And, well, you know, he kind of brought it to modern times. And Ghosts is number 10 on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, is that the Ghosts, the comedy series, I guess? I don't know. 
All right. right. Hey, that's it for us. I hope you all had great Thanksgivings and didn't eat too much. And uh, we'll be back with you next weekend. So enjoy and have a great week. Hello. Thank you. And tell your friends because we love hearing from you. We love for you to come back. And please, please, please stay safe, stay happy, and enjoy the holiday season. Bye-bye.